Filmmaking covers a variety of genres, and during the 1990s, one in particular saw a resurgence, the big-budget disaster flick. It's coming! It's headed right for us! It's already here. For two science-obsessed kids growing up on opposite sides of Pennsylvania, nothing left a bigger impression than Twister. The suck zone. I think we're going in! Join Kelly and Joe as they dissect the second highest grossing film of 1996. We have to breathe, Dusty, we have to breathe! Minute by minute. Another cow. Actually, I think that was the same one. And relive one of their favorite movies of all time. No, that, that was a good sized twister. What was that, an F3? Solid F2. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Solid F2 Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting next to me is my co-host, Kelly. You could say, like, my lovely wife. I could. I just chose not to. Why? Why did you make that choice? I just, it wasn't the first thing that popped into my head. So the first thing you think of when you think of me as co-host? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's top of the list. Great. I'm excited about that. That's, should be flattered. I love that for me. You should. Keep talking. I'm just a co-host. You're the host. You're supposed to talk and then eventually. Co-host. Co-host. Really? Not host and co-host. Co-host. Really? You're too busy with fidget spinners. Really? I mean, that's what it appears like. No, I'm just saying I don't think there's a co-host and co-host relationship here. Oh, you don't? No. You don't ever let me push the buttons that mute things. Do you know how to push the buttons? No, but you could teach me. Do you want to learn? That's not the point. (laughs) That is absolutely the point. No, you don't let me. You've never even asked if I wanted to know. Okay. Would you like to know how to run the mixer and produce the show? Yes. Yes, I would. Okay. Are we doing that right now or? No, I don't have time We're going to take time afterwards, delay the the snacks and the show watching? No, we have to find a separate time that is not right now. A separate time. I can give you 20 minutes this evening to do this and then my patience with it will run out. It seems like your patience is already running. I mean, technically it has, but I told you I would do this. See, the thing is that I don't ever stop doing things in the day and I just want to stop doing things at some point before like I go to bed. Prior to bedtime, I want to stop doing a thing. I know. It is a chore to sit here and watch Twister and talk about it. It's an uncomfortable chair. There are no snacks. I'm thirsty. My warmies are upstairs. The litter box is in the room with me. I don't care for that. Okay. Don't take this out on the cats. Let's just let's just watch this minute. Fine. How about that? Fine. Sound good? Let's move on.
dreamed he was going to come staggering back on again. I've never been so frightened. My, my knees were shaking all that. Was I on key? I couldn't hear a thing. You were on pitch all the way. Well, that's a wonder. That's a wonder to me. Mr. Norman Maine is still in pictures. all right there we have it that was minute 75 that's the minute we're discussing here on this episode and um i did i did i cut you off you kept yeah. talking. I didn't realize you were going to keep talking, and I, I was, muted you. You just totally... See, I, I didn't do that on purpose, but it's something that you can learn as we go over the, the mimicser in the production. You're saying that like I didn't just ask you to teach me. I know, but you said you didn't have time for it now. Just talk. Is it, you don't want me to talk. You're going to mute me anyway, so just don't you dare push that button. <laughs> just talk. Go ahead. It's gonna. It's okay, honey. It's, it's going to be okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right. So minute 75, we start in the uh, auto mechanic pit at the near near the drive-in theater. We, you know, we start off with the character screaming as the tornado passes. And Bill is trying to comfort Melissa. It's very loud. Still loud? Yeah. I thought I turned it down. It's okay. It's down pretty far. Can talk over it. It's gonna be okay. But that's pretty much it. They they show the destruction. The mechanic shop is destroyed. There are multiple cars inside of it. The electric is flickering. I'm surprised they're even getting flickering electric. I guess it provides a little bit more uh, drama and substance than it just being pitch black. But then we move immediately to Wakita. And we see Aunt Meg in her bed watching. Do you know what she's watching? She's watching A Star is Born. Okay. I no idea. Is that, isn't, wasn't that the one that was just remade in the last few years? I know they're the, one, with, the one with Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga yeah. I didn't see that. I don't no, know. No, I didn't see it either. I don't know but... if they just have the same name or if it's an actual remake. Of oh, okay. I have I, no idea. I guess I thought that it was a remake, but I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Didn't see it. Um, that's the 1954 version, though. She was watching Judy Garland. Okay. So, again, very little dialogue. What book is she reading? Oh, good question. Bright red cover. I, I can't make it out. There's, It's not leg- legible to me at all. I guess I would assume it's a fiction book, but I want it to not be another Michael Crichton. It book, would be but... cool if it was a Crichton book, but that doesn't look like. No, I've never seen a cover like that. Yeah, I, I'm not sure well. if we could blow that up and and be able to read anything on the spine. I wonder if you could would upload like a snippet, like cut out of the book, if you'd upload it to like a Google image search, if it would be able to return. Like a reverse. Yeah, like a reverse image search type thing, but. Uh, that would be a fun Easter egg to see. But, you know, she starts to hear all of her uh, decorations that are outside that were already talked about when the gang visited her many, many uh, movie minutes ago. You know, we get a little bit more foreshadowing of what's to come for Wakita and eventually for the elements inside Dorothy. Do you have anything else you want to jump in and, and discuss on this minute? I'm curious... What you think of how quickly the tornado, tornado passed by? Like, not that it passed by, but that it like 
you can't hear it anymore. It just becomes very mm. quiet very quickly. Like they move, they can move quickly enough. So I'm not surprised that like it was only there for less than a minute. It's not that. It's just that like all of a sudden you don't even hear it. Anymore. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's you know I think that's for movie purposes. Whereas if they would have kept up the the wind and the noise for longer, it would have been distracting. But I, I don't I don't think it's unrealistic the way they portray it up to that point. But you're right. Once it's gone, it's like gone. Like it's it's disappeared. It's quiet. There's no other issues. You can't hear it off in the distance or anything. Uh, so that's probably, you know, not not ideal or not realistic. But I think the event itself is handled pretty well in terms of duration. Yeah. Okay. That, that's just my take on it. But like, if you hadn't mentioned it, I wouldn't have thought about it just for for variety of reasons, just we've seen this movie how many times before we know it uh, step by step. But also they kind of have to move on. They have to, you know, as soon as the next minute starts, when we get back to the mechanic shop and the drive-in theater, we're going to hear them discussing what just happened, looking outside, you know, and that's when we're going to get the discussion about, that was what, the sideswiped microbursts, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have to remember keep an eye out to see if the Crichton book survived, if we get any kind of yeah, shot. I don't know. That that truck was pretty well destroyed. Yeah. Any any idea on that book? Is that what you're still trying to find? Yeah, I don't see the book. It um I I don't I can't see anything about the book. But I I do think it's interesting that she's reading a book and watching a movie at the same time. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I, I routinely, we routinely will have something on the television and we'll just be on our phones and it's not as focused as being reading a book. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I I mean, I know it's not exactly the same thing because you're, if you're trying to focus on the book, the background noise probably would be annoying. It would be right. a nuisance. Whereas when you're scrolling through Instagram or TikTok or, you know, any form of social media, you don't have to necessarily be fully focused on it. Right. Yeah. Which one of uh, Meg's outdoor contraptions, pieces of art, is your favorite? Um, I feel like the the standard one, the standard answer would be the one that leads to the design change. This one right here in the middle. Yeah, but I kind of like the one that was like spinning super fast. I know we're past. I know my dad's answer would be, I hate all. Of I hate them. all of them because they all sound like wind chimes. Where's my mouse? There we go. I like wind oh. chimes. But you gotta wonder, like, if what's going so, through like, her I, mind. I like this one, the one if in the far right. <laughs> what's going through her mind whenever she's looking out her window at those is like, in the event of a tornado, that's a lot of metal shrapnel. That's, I'm sending flying around. Yeah, like, it seems like maybe Let's a bad idea. See if idea. I can maybe pause on the book again. Get it to stop. Oh, she's holding it there, so it's mostly red with some black at the bottom. Has top half is. There wasn't anything there. Have to go back a little bit farther too. You know what I like about the movie she's watching there, um, is that it stars that was Judy Garland. That right. was just talking Judy Garland is Dorothy. Dorothy from in the Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz, yeah. yeah. Who gets sucked up in a twister? Mm-hmm. I wonder, I'm assuming so. that was done on purpose. I would assume so. A little nod. I guess they could have had her watching Wizard of Oz. That would it's a little, a little too on, on the, the nose. nose. I like the. 
I wonder if there was an explanation, and I do have the making of Twister, and I wonder if any things that we've been wondering about are answered in that book. I I need to get through that. But was there a reason for picking The Shining? Do they just want it to be horror movies? Is, Is there a producer that worked on The Shining? Was it one of the characters or the actor's favorite movies. I just wonder if there was any reason behind it or if it's just like, that's a cool movie to show at a drive-in. I don't know. Always wonder the little bit of set decoration or background information, you know, what the extras are wearing, any kind of stuff that just kind of forms out the movie or a little bit of Easter eggs or just subtle nods. I always like to know the connectivity there or why choices were made. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'd like to figure out what this book is that... That Aunt yeah. Meg is I, reading. I'm going to lean away from the microphone and put my face against the computer screen because that's too far away for me to see. Okay, here, I'll move your microphone. Go ahead, lean in there. Does that look like a, it kind of looks like a wrecking ball? And like maybe fire? Like, is there some kind of metal working going on? There's three black bars at the top. And it looks like the title might be in the top one. And then like the author's underneath it in the second one. Doesn't it kind of look like fire, like shooting up, or like steel making, or something like that. I I can see how you would think it would look like a wrecking ball. I looked at that as like a like a clock pendulum. Oh, it could be that. I guess the the but. yellowish orange in the background just kind of looks like sparks, almost like someone was doing some metalworking or steel uh, manufacturing. Yeah, I don't know. It could just be fire, too, and the colors are just off because it's not in high depth. You know, we're not looking at a 4K transfer here. I do feel like I would um, be much better at looking at the whole thing if it was in high resolution. Because even high res, my eyes don't see high res. My eyes see, like, normal res where everyone else sees high res. So low res so just looks like in four pixels. Yeah, like, it's not ideal. No. Um. But, I mean, if you don't have anything else to add, I don't really have much else to say about Minute 75. Again, I do think we have to address something. Okay. We we learned a piece of trivia. We we have to make a correction, I guess I should say. A correction. Oh, yes, you're right. Yes, and this comes via your sister, one of our dedicated and devoted listeners. Yes. And this is in regards to either episode, I can't remember if it was 73 or 74, where we discussed incorrect song lyrics or people pronouncing words incorrectly. Right. I think that might have been the last minute, 74, when, we, when you said Debris, right? Yes. And I mentioned the Blind Melon song, No Rain, in which he, I thought, said the lyric, I'd like to keep my cheating strategy. And I said, why on earth does he say strategy? Is it just to rhyme with tragedy? I guess it's artistic license. I don't like it. And I agreed with you. And I said I don't like it either. And then Amy, our one listener, my sister, <laughs> um, listened to that episode and texted me right away that she said, so the lyric in the Blind Melon song is actually, I'd like to keep my cheeks dry today. And we looked it up. And we listened to the song and we're like, darn it, that's what he's saying. But it's one of those things that if you don't know that's what he's saying, you're not hearing it. Right. As soon as you know it, you hear it. Right. When we discussed so. this, we were talking with our friends Greg and Laura, Laura, who does our intro for us. We mentioned 
you know, that there's other, there's a lot of songs out there like that. And you probably have this epiphany or glass breaking moment often when someone sings it and you're like, no, that's wrong. And then you realize, nope, I've been wrong the whole time. And there was a whole commercial and I brought this up to Greg that wasn't it pour some sugar on me. They're singing it wrong. And like, that's. Well, there's a whole like misheard lyrics. Right. Yeah. Because that happens for many, many songs. Right. And people just hear what they think it is rather than what you know And then forever. And you can convince people of that because if they don't know and you say, you're like, oh, now I hear it. But once I read the lyrics when you told me and I read the lyrics and then we played the song, I was like, yeah, there it is. Yep. I, can, I can perfectly hear that Yep, now. and I'll, I'll hear it the right way from now on out. Yep. But, but I would like to um, tease Amy a little bit here because – so, you know, she was texting us this the other night. And in real time, we're like, oh, we got to listen to the song. So we pulled it up and we were listening to it. And I said, okay, I'll retract my statement the next time we record a podcast – my mind is blown. And Amy said, so she's still listening to the episode and she knows it was recorded, but she's so tired that she actually thought maybe she'll mention it. Like maybe while she was still listening to the pre-recorded episode, in that episode, I would say, oh no, Amy just corrected me. Oh, like the, as if she was listening was to us live. live. Right. And I'm just like, Amy. Oh, well, Dr. Amy. Go to sleep, Amy. <laughs> so uh, here you are, Amy, a few days later. My retraction for what I thought the lyrics were, the correction, um, and there you have it. There we go. Got it. All right. Well, thank you for that, Amy, and thank you for listening. And if you are listening out there and you're not Amy, feel free to follow us or and comment on our Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, and let Kelly know that there are more than one peoples out there listening. It blows her mind every time I say that someone – commented on one of our posts she's like why is that no one listens to us and i said that's not I true i guess i just don't understand really why not true. people want to listen but doesn't everyone who have a podcast say that about their audience I, I mean we're doing it for fun but there are people out there that share the interest that's the whole point we're, we're literally reading a, bo- a movie to someone like we're literally just describing the scenes in which we're watching yeah and it's and there's me many saying, podcasts that do that I for many I movies. A, I wish I had a snack. It's, that's what you get every week, folks. Folk, Amy. I'm hungry. Amy at all. I'm hungry and Amy and uh, Joey's making me watch this movie one at a time, one minute at a time. When I love this movie, but I just want to watch it all at once. And now I want to know what book. Now we need to find out the book. So let's go Everybody's and maybe reading. take care of that. But we'll be back again real soon for minute 76 of The Movie Twister and the Solid F2 Podcast. For Kelly, I'm Joe. See you again real soon. Thanks for listening to the Solid F2 Podcast, a minute-by-minute breakdown of The Movie Twister. That's all for this week. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at SolidF2Pod. Solid F2 Podcast is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. Visit jmnjrradio.com for more. Two, one, two, one.